the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's amore when the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine that's amore bells will ring tingling tingling ling and you'll sing the Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. It's episode 72. Tell them why they're excited, Andy. Uh... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the kind of content you tune in for every we're, week. We're here to entertain. We are professional entertainers. I'm Andy. That's Jack. We were We are hired for this. By Satan himself. Yeah, I mean, did you know that uh, we were in talks with the Walt Disney Corporation to be bought up in their sweeping buying of everything? (laughs) Let it be known that on our our Disney overlords own all entertainment media in the world, we were one of the pioneers of that. (laughs) We will sell out, but only... Andy, I make this very clear. I will only sell out to the Ford Motor Company. I've said this once. I will say it a thousand times. We're going to become the first entertainment branch of the Ford Motor Company. All episodes of What What a Beautiful Podcast will come preloaded in all, all 2017 Ford Flexes. Jesus Christ. I mean, I... I could use a Ford Focus. Ford, where are you at? Ford Flex, Jack. No, but I want them to give me a Ford Focus. Why a fucking Focus? Why that one? Because it's it's the small hatchback one, and they make it in a very fast kind. You know, the one that goes vroom vroom. Well, all I know with the Ford Focus is that I remember when I was really young... Uh, Everybody... Well, when everybody was really young. I just remember the Ford Focus was kind of a piece of shit at one point. Oh, yeah, those were like the ZX2s. Those were yeah. a pile of garbage. No, I'm talking about like the, uh, the delete this part, Ford. Um, this was the the Focus like ST or the RS, the ones that go real, real fast. Oh, like, I see, yeah, because I remember my uncle had one of the like the, the OG Focuses back. Oh, yeah. I remember, and I distinctly remember just him being furious with it 24-7. <laughs> Like every time they would come over for dinner or something, they'd be like, man, my car is such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got a lemon, too, which is the worst, which, like, makes it so much worse. Oh, yeah, if you get a lemon old Ford Focus, you might as well just, like, drive it into a lake. Get more entertainment out of it. But anyway, this is not, in fact, a car podcast. This is a, uh, this is a comic book podcast, right? Is it? <laughs> It's kind of a whatever podcast. I mean, whatever we're maybe. Feeling. I mean, I still feel like it's gonna morph into a Fresh Prince of Bel Air podcast one day. I still feel like that's the end game. Give it what, some time. When we've covered, like fine when we've line. covered all the JoJo there is to cover. Don't be surprised if we start talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we just move on from there to like all the Nick at Night sitcoms. Oh man, I can't wait to do George Lopez. Oh, you're going to have to find a new co-host. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Home improvement. Fine. Okay. I get okay. To, I get to be t- Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> like All right, I, I, I get to be the neighbor. Get, 
I don't mean I get to play him. I mean I get to assume his form. <laughs> Not Tim Allen, but like the fictional Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah, like the abstract concept of Tim the Toolman Taylor. Like the he's vaguely um, Tim Allen shaped, but wrong. <laughs> like there's just subtle like. I don't know, like, Uncanny Valley differences between Tim the Toolman Taylor and Tim Allen. Like, you look at them side by side, and it's just, your, your brain gets disturbed. <laughs> yeah, like, Toolman, his mouth never actually moves. You kind of just blink, and it changes shape. Is Like, he's smiling, and then, oh, The Toolman is actually just kind of like eldritch horror. Like, once you realize that they're not the same, you, like, gain this knowledge you're not supposed to have. And your brain you just fries. You can see the strings. <laughs> you can see oh, the strings holy. of reality. <laughs> what was your favorite episode of What a Beautiful Podcast? Oh, I really liked the one where they talked about home improvement and Ford Focuses. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, this is, this is derailed as fuck. So, Entering the Gang, part five. Part five. Uh, of part five of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part five, Vento Oreo, part <clears> five. <throat> Getting right into it. To me, Koichi Hiroz, that is. Everything just seems to be happening too fast. But anyway, right now, here, in Italy, right now, I'm being attacked by a remote control stand that moves through shadows. Giorno Giovanna was planning to move around to the other side of the school building, since the sun is hitting the roof from the other side and casting a long shadow over most of the space. His plan was to lure the stand into the shadow of something he can move away before the sun completely sets. And then remove the shadow. Whoa! <laughs> I love the the image here. Is like you got this Vespa, and then the Vespa disappears. Oh God, no! Not the Vespa, no! <laughs> um, that was his plan. If he could have dragged that stand out into the sun, he would have definitely been able to win. Giorno Giovanna had been planning to remove the shadows. Whoa. Ooh. This is a this is a cool opening page because we got we got the boys in front of Giorno's school. We never we never revisit his school. He never goes back to school. Technically, he's a high school dropout. Um, with Black Sabbath coming out from under like the shadow, grabbing at Gold Experience's leg, and Giorno's kind of just like here, hanging he's, out. Well, he's just kind of slurping out of Gold Experience. Well, you know yeah. what's funny is that usually you'll see the person and then, like, only the top torso of the stand. But in this drawing, it's, like, the other way around. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because uh, Black Sabbath was able to jump from the crow shadow to Giorno's shadow. In this, yeah, this, shadow this is a tree. great example of how creative the stand encounters are in this in this part. And a big part of why I love it so much. Because it just gets wacky like this oh it's it's off the wall it has so much like inventive energy like yeah. you really never know what's gonna happen next in stardust crusaders you had a pretty good idea like someone was gonna get punched but here, yeah you know like... something was gonna get punched and diamond as unbreakable got a little weirder with it but it was still kind of predictable but here it's just <laughs> it's just fucking batshit it's just yeah. all hands on deck yeah and somehow part six is more so like... yeah somehow <laughs> Uh, well, it just gets grosser. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. The crows. It was hiding in the shadows of the flying crows to move from the shadow of the school building. Nice crow. Thank you. I practice daily. <laughs> the stand. 
Murah! <laughs> Instead of his fist, he's trying to like uh, muda muda with his foot. It's not working too well because, uh, as we now know, Gold Experience does not have a high destructive power rating. Nope. He's uh, not a good punch ghost. No, and Black Sabbath has just got him in a leg lock now. It's like, ooh, ooh. Ugh, it's fast. No! Within the shade, just as I thought, it's stronger and faster than gold experience. In this position, there's no way it'll let go now. I, I don't, that, that's the sound of the arrow coming out. I, don't, I was kind of <laughs> off the cuff. Um, it's wet. I hate that the arrow is wet. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Act three, freeze. Shunk. Uh, he used it on Jorno's. No, he... he used it on Black Sabbath's arms. But Black Sabbath is pretty strong, but not able to get closer to gold. Yeah, experience. I don't think I, I didn't notice it yet. But like Black Sabbath is fucking ripped. You see those yeah. forearms? <laughs> Look, <laughs> size. Of... Jeez, like you see gold experience looks forearms. like a twig. Yeah, I mean, Gold Experience is definitely, like, a pretty boy. He, do- he yeah. doesn't lift. Frail as fuck. Yeah, he's mad. Ooh, this next page is bad. <clears throat> oh, God, what happened? My this- Echo's Act 3 has the ability to make objects and stands much heavier. <laughs> you're, Biatch! You're- <laughs> Motherfucking! <laughs> uh I made that bastard's hands heavier. So heavy that it can't move a single finger off the ground. This Sh- panel, the visuals just degraded Oof. so much in this one panel. I like how Koichi is kind of floating. He's having a good Act time. Act 3 looks like a Funko Pop. Uh, st- stop. Stop. <laughs> Doesn't look like a Funko Pop. Um, so Black Sabbath's hands are heavier, but he's still gripping Gold Experience's angles ankles uh as we get the grip 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 sound effect and then the gold experience's ankle is just crunch yeah jordo's jordo's legs are gonna be destroyed after this yeah it should have let go i made its entire hand heavier even if it managed to sneak back into the shadows there's no way it could have the strength to keep its fingers bent it's strong well it looks clearly koichi you never (laughs) uh benched before Koichi you can... never hit the gym oh god it's strong it's hell <laughs> bent on keeping that grip out comes the arrow <laughs> there are two paths that you can follow again again with its stick because the remote control stands like they have autonomy but they don't really have intelligence and well, I wouldn't really call it autonomy so much as they, they like, run a script. Yeah, they've got a couple subroutines that they just, yeah. like, flip <laughs> through. It's like, if lighter lit, hang out. If lighter goes out, <laughs> time for arrow, I guess. Dim arrow, Varchar. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Private sub and bitch! <laughs> Thank you for being here, Andy. I appreciate that joke. <laughs> <clears throat> no, no. at this rate, Giorno's legs will break under the weight before this stand lets go. I, 
Have to release the ability. I have to stop the ability. Act three, release the three freeze. That's awkward. He could have just said release the freeze. Or just like, act three, stop. Stop! <laughs> or like, why does he have to tell us Stan anything? It's, just, it's, it's him. It's, it's his, his yeah, it's literally just a manifestation of his brain. Oh, God. Giorno's just chilling, though. No! Don't go and do something like that! This is perfect, Koichi! What? No, don't go and... Just repeating himself. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't go and do something like that. Release it! No, why would you? This is what I wanted, this ability that you used for me. It's perfect! But your ankles are going to shatter. I've got extras. (laughs) Didn't you know that my stand could make... Of me new ankles out of a rock. <laughs> you, you you saw that snake from before? Well, it's my leg now. It's cool. God, um, that's not so far off from what actually happens in this shit. Nope, not at all. Um, we hear a crash sound effect, and then the anime thing where you see everyone's faces, but three of them are just like ghosts, and Koichi is here. Um, and we see a branch that was helping uh, cast this shadow, this tree shadow, break off from the tree and split and shatter on the ground. What? The tree branch is what broke? It seemed to just crumble off. Plus, the leaves are falling off along with the seeds. But that tree is an evergreen, and it's spring right now, and Jupiter is rising in the east. What's going on? Oh, God! We needed to remove the shadows that this stand was lurking in, yes? Just as we'd planned. Gold experience is a stand that continuously gives life. Therefore, that tree kept on growing and then came to the end of its lifespan, causing it to wither. Uh, Another gold experience thing that never comes up again. Yeah. (laughs) So Uh. instead of just giving it life, it accelerates its its lifespan. That it gives that's... it so much life that it dies. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's really dumb. <laughs> a lot of this, a lot of this stand battle is super contrived. It gets yeah. better, I promise. <laughs> oh, it gets way better. <clears throat> your ability, but your stand couldn't move. There's at least ten meters between you and that tree. Oh, don't release your ability. This is perfect. Thanks to your wonderful ability to make things heavier, you've made a hole in the in the tiles. You dug a hole and directed your ability to the roots of the tree? Crumble, crumble, crumble. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Kashin. Oh, there goes Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> y- yeah, we removed the shadow. We've managed to drag it out into the sun. Oh, but still there's this hole. Oh, oh no, because you dug a hole, there's a shadow there. It's going to try to escape into it. Crunch. Not if Gold Experience stomps this bitch out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is, this is very satisfying. Before Black Sabbath can reach into this hole, it was uh, made by Act 3. Uh, <laughs> Gold Experience's foot just comes crunching on down. The, this, like, back shot of Gold Experience really accentuates his bike helmet head. <laughs> yeah, he really does have a bike helmet for a head. Oh, well. <laughs> there are worse things to have for a head. Like, yeah. no head. Yeah, exactly. At least he has one. Mm-hmm. It's you right there. Oh, this is me. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that's you. 
Oh, oh, you didn't sorry. Do the yeah, Jack. What's oh, wrong I with you? The there it is. <laughs> it's it's really important that you did that. <laughs> you said that there are two paths that I can follow, but for but for you having that many choices, impossible. Koichi, that's where the sun shines the brightest. May I ask you to move a bit to the right, please? Oh yeah, got, you you got it, Jonah. Muda 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 muda. Take your time and enjoy sunbathing. That's the singular path that you can follow. <laughs> As Black Sabbath dissolves into dust. Ah, but I what do I do? I wonder if I'm still eligible to join the organization. Troubling. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I That's mean, pretty much does this mean attitude. that Pulpo is, like, fried now? You see, here's the other thing. Uh... With remote control stands, it kind of doesn't matter. Like, because they're so disconnected from the user, um, the user doesn't feel anything. Also, Black Sabbath is still in that lighter. I, like, because I thought that was established. Or maybe it wasn't. Or maybe I'm just stupid. But it do- it doesn't matter. Let's just we'll just move on. Yeah. Oh, who are these boys? Oh Wonderful. man, look at this cover. Look at this fucking goon squad right here. It's it. This is a power squad. Yeah. So we'll, introducing we'll your main cast of part five. So starting from the left, we have our friend Mr. Sephiroth. Mr. Sephiroth Abaccio. <laughs> Moving um, down, we have this this goblin boy. boy yeah he's the goblin, goblin i think would be a good way to describe <laughs> yeah, he's it he's a goblin <laughs> then no in the middle sure. we have our friend giorno mm-hmm. and then moving to the right we have someone who you don't need to remember or no or he's not about. he's not super important his name is fugo and he, he has strawberries on his tie <laughs> he has strawberries on his tie and he likes to have holes in his pants above have... above fugo there's our friend bruno we all know bruno mr zipper boy and to Bruno's right is a very, very, very special boy. He lo- love me a mista. Oh love man, me- Guido Mista. Oh, love to order a mista from uh, Rita's. You know? <laughs> Does that joke only work on the East Coast? I yeah, know. I mean, I honestly, it only works in New Jersey. Is that where the oh, the only place those are? Man, living oh, everywhere man, else. Oh man, hold sucks. on. Let's it, let's see if there's anywhere. Uh, you know, no, actually, no. The there's the original one is on is in North Hollywood, actually. Oh shit! So if you're near a Rita's Water Ice, go treat yourself. Well, maybe not now because it's getting cold. But when summertime comes and you're having some summertime fun, go get yourself a misto. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, so this is entering the gang part six, and then we turn the page and we get this iconic ass cover that I love so much. To that oh. point that I have my uh, SASs of Jorno and Gold Experience. Oh, do you? That's cool. Oh, the, yeah, dude. I've had them recreating this pose forever. With uh, Gold Experience draped over Jorno like a cape, and they're both wet. Yep. It's it's so, so flamboyant and so it's fantastic. good. Yeah. Oh, and then you I'll... turn the page. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> 
That arrow. If there is another arrow here in Italy, that means the number of victims struck by that arrow will continue to increase. I have to phone home. I have to tell my friends in Japan. Click. <laughs> this is a very good uh, tableau here. Giorno uh, standing over tiny, tiny Koichi with the lit lighter. With Koichi his couldn't even reach the... the... The hang-up button if you wanted to. No, he's so tiny. <laughs> he's so small. What happened to him? Oh, my God. He needs Gior to eat his greens. He needs to eat some kale, man. Drink some milk, please. Giorno <laughs> did not want him to make this call. No. What are you doing? Did you just say, increase? But I defeated Pulpo's stand, and, I, and it had the arrow. Defeated? No, you're not understanding this correctly. Okay, admittedly, thanks to you, we're not under threat of being attacked anymore. But what happened was that the stand stopped attacking us because it was exposed to sunlight. The user, on the other hand, is completely unharmed. Oh, okay, so yeah, there that was go. right. Does that mean Pulpo is still alive? Alive? Remote control stands don't affect the user at all. I told you before, but he probably doesn't even know that the battle was here. If it's true what you told me, that the stand comes out of that lighter's flame, then be careful. If you relight it, you'll automatically be attacked again. I'll ask you again. He doesn't know anything about what just happened. Or that I'm a stand user? Ah, you're so persistent. If he felt anything, he probably just would have his hand feeling heavier or something. But there's no way he could have found out that we're both stand users. Hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but do you mind moving your hand? Unfortunately... I can't allow you to make this call. Huh? This is a sincere request. The enemy isn't an individual. It's an organization. If you tell somebody, there's a high possibility that the information will be leaked from there. Giorno Giovanna started to tell me that he was going to become a gangster. A gangster? Was this kid seriously considering that as his life's goal? Did he seriously want to involve himself in immoral things like that? Is this guy for real? Those were the first thought that ran through my mind. But. Listening to Giorno's story, I could see that he held virtue within his words. I could tell because I'd seen it before. Back, because back in Murayo, I'd often seen something similar in the three men of the Joestar bloodline. Those three, who always made it seem as if the virtue of justice was their life energy. And as Giorno looked at the poor old man who'd been victimized for his dream, there was that same virtue in his eyes. Within him, Giorno had definitely inherited, inherited the will of the Joestar bloodline. I really like this panel a lot, like so much, and I'm really glad that Araki... He drew Jotaro as part four Jotaro, but mm. he, he dignified Joseph by drawing it as part three Joseph. Yeah, he, he kind of <laughs> faked it a bit. He kind of was like, ah, I don't know how to draw the whole face. Let's get let's get Josuke in here. Thank you. Well, no, uh, not even that. He just he didn't draw him as like senile old oh, Joseph. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought you meant like fucked up photo Joseph. Because <laughs> he's not even that. He looks pretty good here. Yeah, he looks uh, fine. Yeah, and poor Mario is still dead. Rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace, Mario. Um, smash cut back to... Oh, we're in the prison again. Okay, yeah. so, like, skipped all that. Uh, we see the lighter being passed to Pulpo's cell as Giorno waits outside. And he's just like, huh? 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 Oh, God, I gotta get my Pulpo <laughs> voice in order. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I'm just enjoying a special order of pizza. Oh, my God. I hate how he looks. <laughs> he's so bad. <laughs> he's, he's eating a giant pizza in his cell. He's going to get a whole pie in one, like, one thing. Like, he's not cutting the pizza. He's just biting into it like a fucking cookie because he's a (laughs) disgraceful waste of space. Yeah. Sorry to keep you waiting. You are... Giorno... Giorno... Giorno Giovanna. Oh, that's right. Sorry. I need to get a bit lightheaded. Maybe because my blood rushed to my stomach. Jesus fucking mm. Christ. Uh, he has this whole mini fridge. He's drinking wine. There's some apples and bananas in his fridge. This may seem sudden, but are you religious? Well, I can't say that I'm very devout. Oh, in any case, what I'm about to say might go against God's teachings. But I want you to listen and listen well. The most important thing in this world is trust. Then conversely, the most detestable thing in the world is to insult that trust. Do you understand? When you insult someone's trust, not only do you tarnish their good name, you interrupt their lives and back them into an inescapable corner. We don't fight for money or profit, nor do we risk our lives or start riots because some fool took our seat on the bus or our concert tickets. Fighting is for only fool for idiots who have nothing better to do. However, once we feel that our trust has been insulted, we have a sanction to put our lives on the line. I feel that even God would permit murder in this situation. Don't forget that, and congratulations, I accept you into our organization. You've even managed to bring me the lighter without letting the flame go out. Therefore, you pass. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you, you did it, though. You made it through that whole dump. That whole explanation oh, dump. Um, and through this entire thing, Giorno's got his dark face on. He's and like, oh a- shit, he knows. He definitely knows. Aw, oh, fuck. Aw, oh, fuck. <laughs> and we see a strange object being passed through to Giorno. This is past the owner's badge, which is proof of your membership in the gang. And for the time being, you'll be working under Bishavai's orders. Uh, as Giorno reaches into Popo's cell, ostensibly to grab the badge, but what's he doing in there? We don't know. How about a celebratory drink for you as well? Giorno just pieces out without a second glance. Just out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Did that kid really guard this flame for 24 hours? Or did he relight it to become a stand user? <laughs> Doesn't matter to me one way or the other. In any case, I can use long, young, clueless brats like him who managed to bring the lighter alive to my advantage. Either way, I'll make him pull his weight. <sighs> I thought I'd close this door. Then again, after I eat, all the blood does go to my stomach. He, the fridge door was open, and he closed it again. Um, like, a real cool power pose of Giorno outside the prison, just in the setting sun, just like... Pulpo peels a banana. Click. What, what was that sound? 
Oh god, the banana's a gun! <laughs> Thank you. Don't you hate it when you're eating a banana and it turns, <laughs> it turns out it's into a gun? A gun. <laughs> so what's happened here um, is that Giorno turned a banana, or no, he turned a gun that was hanging on Polpo's wall into a banana that he put in the fruit bowl. And Polpo is eating that banana and is about to shoot himself in the head. <laughs> so, Giorno- you, assert, you asserted that when someone is insulted, murder is permitted, correct? I see. That is, in fact, a very important distinction. Because you insulted that innocent old man's life. <laughs> and that is why I've turned one of your pistols into a banana. It's your last meal. Take your time. Enjoy it. Oh, man, this is grisly. Shit. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Yeah, this is metal as hell. <laughs> so, Popo... So, Pop- yeah, Popo blows his brains out. His and brains are literally on the wall. Yeah, and Black Sabbath also gets, like, his head blown up. And we see the arrow breaking in Black Sabbath's mouth, and it's just... The back half of Black Sabbath is splattered. It's so good. <clears throat> Polpo, suicide by gunshot. According to investigations, Polpo, isolated in his own cell, took one of his guns, placed it inside his mouth, and pulled the trigger himself. Time of death was around lunchtime, roughly 24 hours after Giorno's first visitation. Since Polpo was in solitary confinement and the weapon causing his death was his own, any possibilities of murder were ruled out. Consequently, another arrow was destroyed. And, you know, thinking about it, I think this is, like, the first, like, r- like real depiction of, like, semi-realistic gore in, yeah. in JoJo. Because, like, this this sort of thing happens a lot as part five goes on and definitely part six. But, like, I think this is... Because, like, obviously there's been, like, blood and shit in JoJo, but nothing sure. this, nothing this like, grisly. No, and Josuke was always there to just make it better. And, like, otherwise it was just, like general wounds bleeding yeah like you like, get stabbed with an arrow or you get like you know, even like somebody gets a limb severed but it always looks kind of goofy yeah it always looks like it was taken off by a but this has like these like blood splatters and like the brains on the wall and the skin of the back of his head flapping like oh god mm-hmm. but it's polpo so i don't care i'm <laughs> i'm glad he's dead fuck off polpo all right yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do five plus one or uh like first half real quick i just want to get to the boys i just want to get yeah. to the boys um so basically at the start here bruno is explaining the hierarchy of the gang of passion um you have the boss you have his advisor and then you have operatives who oversee different teams that do like whatever like drugs assassination guards whatever the hell info management is i'd like <laughs> to think that's just it for this <laughs> Um, Can you imagine Passion as a call center? Oh my god, it would be terrible. There'd be so many deaths. Oh um, yes, hello. This is the IT call center for Passion. Can I please have your ticket number? Hi, I can't murder this man. He won't die. Okay, would that be a priority three or priority four? <laughs> oh god, he's getting me back now. <laughs> now I'm the one who's dead. <laughs> Oh, so can, can I mark this one as resolved, sir? <laughs> sir? Sir? Uh, uh, plus one for me. <laughs> um, yeah, Bruno's explaining how anyone can be an operative of the... Or anyone can be, like, underlings of the gang. Like, they can be any kind of person. Townspeople, barbers, whatever. 
Um, but Bruno's uh, main objective is to get to the boss because he wa- he wants to like stop all this drug trafficking trafficking. He doesn't like how the gang's going. He wants to put an end to it, and that and like his and Giorno's like objectives kind of meet in the middle there. Right. Um, so what Bruno wants here? <clears throat> here's the his last line before we get to the boys. First, <clears throat> wait. First, we have to get a certain level of power. Power that'll allow us to get closer to the boss. And now it's time for something different as <laughs> we see these four men, four four boys at this table. Two of them are learning math. <laughs> math for third graders. <laughs> Trying to learn their fucking times tables. All right. Okay. I'll <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta bring this one out of me. Yeah, Andy's gonna do Narantia. I'm going to do Fugo. Hey, it's looking nice outside. Who cares if we don't study for a day, you know? I'm not really feeling it today. Listen, Narantia, this is really admirable of you. Not many people can come forward and admit they didn't go to elementary school, let alone ask someone to tutor them. Besides, you've already memorized your times tables. You can do it just the way I taught you. I know you can do this. All right, what's six times five? Six times five. Six times five. Uh, five and six, uh, thirty? Yes. See, you can do it. You might as well have solved half this problem already. All right, six times five is thirty. This is awesome. <laughs> okay, and then uh, a third bo- a third boy stands up who is wearing a melon hat, a melon half long sleeve shirt. Um, He's got a fucking crop top in the same pattern as his weird melon hat. I mean, it's it's a tally, so I he probably got it done next door. Is that how that works? <laughs> I guess so. All right. <clears throat> hey, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. This is going to be a long, what is that? How many chapters at this point? Another fucking hundred, 140 chapters. <laughs> what do you mean, what? It's strawberry shortcake. If you want dessert, take one. Yeah, I can tell that it's strawberry shortcake by looking at it. It's definitely not chocolate cake or cheesecake. What yeah, it's Joey from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one I can... Hey, that's me, Joey Wheeler. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Well, I'm not talking about that. There are four cakes. Are you telling me to go die or something? Huh? Are four slices not enough? Do you want more? <laughs> God damn it, this is fucked up. This is so fucked up. (laughs) So Guido Mista does not want to eat this cake because there are four slices. And as he says, when you choose something from four things, something bad will happen. When I was a kid, the neighbor's cat had four kittens. There was a guy who wanted one as a pet. He got his damn eye scratched out by the one he picked. Of course, that cat got pummeled to death later, fucking cat. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. (laughs) That's um, just a superstition Think of it logically If everyone had to take a slice of cake from a hole Someone would eventually and inevitably Have to choose from four slices uh, This is just going on On this fucking cake God 
<laughs> but Mister's face in this bottom panel here. But I want to eat some strawberry shortcake. He's so frustrated because he wants to eat this cake, but there's four slices. <laughs> he only he doesn't like the idea of eating four for some reason. He hates the he hates the number four in Japanese. Four uh, one of the pronunciations of four she also means death. So it's superstition. Ah, right. The more you know. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm done. Fugo, what do you think? Mm, yeah, done. Let's see. 16 times 55. 28. What is this? <laughs> Am I right? Shunk! Oh! <laughs> you thought he these boys liked each other? fork in his face. <laughs> so Fugo has just zoom punched a fork into Naranch's face through his cheek. Naranch is bleeding from both sides of his mouth. Abaccio and Mista look calmly on. Is this your idea of a joke, you little punk? Oh, fuck. I can't do this voice loud. <clears throat> How many times do I have to teach you before you finally learn? You said that six times five is thirty, so why the hell would your answer be less than thirty? You shit-brained idiot. Oh, man, now he's pissed. Hey, you gonna eat, are you going to finish that cake or not? No? All right, <laughs> thanks. And, of course, Narancha has a switchblade and pulls it on Fuko. What? Who's a shit-brained idiot, huh? Don't make fun of others. I'll fucking kill you. I am going to kill you, fucking kill you, Fugo. You bastard. Uh, <laughs> Dad comes in. <laughs> hey, what the hell are you guys doing? I brought the new team member that I was talking about yesterday. His name is Giorno Giovanna. This sweeping tableau. <laughs> this fucking goon squad, man. I love it. I love them so much. These are my favorite characters in all of JoJo. Like, bar none. Um, I love them. Oh, God. Oh, Jorno finally is here, too. That's, uh, that's him at the top. You sure? Oh, fuck me. God damn it. Yeah, no. Sorry. Everyone here is a stand user. Although you're a member of the team now, they won't show you your true, their true abilities unless they really trust you. I'm Giorno Giovanna. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. Fugo, 16 years old. Narancia, 17 years old. Mista, 18 years old. Abaccio, 20 years old. And now Giorno is 15, and how old is Bruno? Was he... 21. Oh, the so there's nobody's the 19. There's almost a perfect sequence. They fucked up. They needed a 19-year-old. Yeah. They blew it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Fugo. I'll study real hard, I swear. So teach me again. No, I'm sorry. Forgive me, Narancia. Hey, all of you. As the leader, I, Bucolati, brought him here. Be courteous to him. He has the gang badge to prove his status. You fucking kids. God damn it. I swear. And then, and then this happens. And then Abaccio starts pissing in a teapot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, oh, you, God. You get, you get to do this. <laughs> this is you. All right. But of course, Giorno was it. 
you don't have to stay standing. Why don't you sit down and drink some tea? Let's have a little chat. <laughs> Here, drink it. How old are you? I'm 15. 15? Oh, so you're two whole years younger than me. Narantia says, still bleeding <laughs> out of his face. Thank you. Ugh! All the boys are into this. <laughs> Give me a cup, too. Sorry, Bukerlati. Get yourself another pot. Huh? Huh? Hmm? Great panel. What is it? You said thank you after I went through all the trouble of pulling that of pouring you that tea. You thanked me, so let's see you drink that tea. Or do you not want it because it's lukewarm? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to drink it because he doesn't want to be part of the team, eh? What are you guys doing? Short lurk. <laughs> huh? Huh? The tea, the tea is gone. The piss is gone. Where'd the piss go? <laughs> Whoa! Fucking gross! He drank it! There's no way he drank it! Hey, how'd you do that? <laughs> you really drink it? Come on, tell me. You could tell me. Just me. Come on. That's bullshit, but I believe it. No, that, <laughs> this is where that meme that comes classic from. classic <laughs> panel. Did I? Well... You all keep your abilities a secret, don't you? Man, I hate this. I hate this visual so much. You want to know the secret of my powers? I just turned my tooth into a jellyfish and yeah. drank all the piss. So he, ch- he changes tooth into a jellyfish, which just looks... It, it, that's just so uns- like unsettling to me for some reason. I mean, teeth-based body horror is pretty bad to start with. Yeah, teeth are fucked up, man. I never, I've never <laughs> been a fan of teeth, to be quite <laughs> take, honest. Take them out. Yeah. Um... Uh, I'm not sure what just happened, but this Giorno Giovanna looks like he has a talent for getting people to accept him. Alright, I... Honestly, we should just keep going at this point. We only got like ten more or so minutes left. We'll start, yeah, the, new, fuck we'll it. start the new Rohan next time. Yeah, no no one's chomping at the bit for that, but I'm chomping yeah. at the bit for these boys. <laughs> yeah, these boys are too fucking good. Way too good. Um, so Bruno is going around town listening to people's troubles. Uh, how are you, Bucolati? Hey, Bucolati. Lunch, Bucolati? Bucolati, Bucolati, can we talk? What is the world coming to? This woman here is my friend, and she has a bit of a problem. Her son's beating her. I see. That's a serious situation. I'll talk to him and make him see sense. What's his name? He also had drugs. <laughs> that that's doesn't all... answer the question. <laughs> I was about to say. That's so not what he asked. So your son's name is Drugs? <laughs> Hi, drugs. <laughs> Hi, drugs. I'm dad. Oh, man. <laughs> so flip the page. We had another iconic oh, image this is here. Famous. I, oh, God. I saw this Love image this before so I much. even started reading JoJo. Like, the, the like, mugshot lineup of Let's just talk game. about how much, a, how much a shitty dick boy Narancha looks like here. Oh, Look my. at his stupid fucking face. He, like, needs another, he needs another fork stabbed in him, I think. He needs a match. He needs a... No, <laughs> like, he needs a whole cutlery set just shoved into his face meat. And, like, who does Abaccio think he is having a belt buckle that's, like, in the shape of an A? He's not fucking Aquaman. <laughs> no, he's, um... It's like a catch from Persona 5. <laughs> the briefcase <laughs> with an A on it. 
<laughs> he's trying so hard to look cool here. Uh, with his fucking fists, like he's like in this like <sighs> faux power stance. Like, like oh, look at me. This? I'm a Baccio. I'm mm. the most important character in part five, I swear. I like everyone's, um, well, I don't know if Araki meant on purpose to, like, have everyone look like their ankles were breaking, but <laughs> Bruno's... All of these boys need to go to the hospital. All of their ankles are shattered. Yeah, because they're just help. standing on them. <laughs> Fugo in particular. He's like, he's, like, standing on the sides of his feet. Yeah, he's like a, like a chicken man. Oh, the name of this chapter is Fine Pulpo's Hidden Treasure, by the way. Oh, nice. I've been living here for 50 years, but recently something's making me feel uneasy. I'm afraid. What's going on? Who's been selling people those things? It's not anyone from your group, right? You'll protect us, won't you, Bucolati? You're on our side, aren't you? <laughs> Bucolati sweats intensely. Y yes, I'll do something. I'll find a way. Um, <laughs> Alright, I'll read for the yeah. shadow man You read for the green man Yeah This is information that I pretty much just heard But a bunch of our operatives started saying That Pulpo committed suicide Huh? Hey, keep your eyes on the road It's fine Suicide? <laughs> that fat ass? <laughs> As he careens into traffic <laughs> I'm telling you to keep your eyes on the road. Popo, maybe he started getting depressed about his weight, or. <laughs> Fantastic. Or felt lonely in prison, or whatever. Anyways, apparently he turned out to be a pansy bastard. So he popped one of his guns in his mouth and bang! You sure it was a suicide? Someone didn't do him in? Yeah, it was suicide. The autopsy, or rather the experts, know when something's a suicide or a murder, apparently. But more importantly, you heard the rumors about Pulpo's treasure yet? Rumors? Never heard of it. Just like I've never heard of where the universe ends. That's a weird thing. Well, yeah, that's, that's not where this conversation was going, but alright. Well... Rumor has it that Pulpo, before he got his asshole to prison, managed to stash away some of his valuables after converting them into jewels and gold. In short, he has a hidden treasure. Shady money that he'd kept hidden from the gang. Couldn't put that kind of shit in the bank, right? While he was alive, no one was stupid enough to steal it or hunt around for it. But now that he's dead, that money doesn't belong to anyone now. It's free money. Basically, free it belongs... <laughs> it's free money <laughs> basically it belongs to whoever gets a hold of it first they say he's got about 400 millions worth 400 million yen yeah well if that, it's 400 million lira it's not it, not that great it's like oh cool <laughs> i can buy a sandwich nice yeah <laughs> damn if i had that much cash what would i spend it on i would go to monaco or japan and get a bunch of bitches this is, this is, that's like something Lil B would say. Oh, man. I'm in Monaco. I've got so many bitches. This guy looks like a Jojolian reject character. He does, He yeah. kind of looks out of place. Yeah. Um. Yeah, go ahead. No, what I'd do is use it to move up in rank. 
If I had, if I handed that money over to the organization, I'd be the new operative after Popo. I'd get all the benefits that he had. Damn now, if Bucalati knew where he'd hidden that gold, I'd be able to take that shit from him. Bucalati? What, that punk in Naples? What about him? <laughs> that punk in Nipples? What about him? <laughs> that punk in Knuckles? What? <laughs> that punk in... That punk in Knuckles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is just speculation on my part, but... If Popo were to really attempt to hide 400 millions worth in gold in a safe spot, remember what he looked like. That fat bastard probably couldn't get out of the goddamn door himself. You'd think he would have been able to hide all that money on his own? My hunch is that he made someone else hide it for him. Someone who can keep their mouth shut. True. They're, true, there may not be anyone like that in this game, but Popo liked Bucalati. If he were to have asked anyone, it would have been that punk. If Popo's hidden treasure really exists, I'm thinking that right about now, Bucalati's gonna start moving to get that 400 million that's freed up. Bucalati's gotta want that cash too. Huh? <laughs> the, uh, the man driving the car is now gone. <laughs> He's disappeared. Huh? Hey, Zucaro! Fuck! He's gone, Zucaro! So he bought into it, huh? Well, if he's gonna follow Bucalati... Bucalati's a stand user too. He better watch himself. Oh fuck, that's this. Oh damn, yeah, oh, let's go. Holy shit, let's yes. Let's go, let's go. Um, so the gang is on a boat, on the top deck of a boat. Naranch is rocking out to some music. Yeah. Uh, Mista is reading some, uh, I guess it's a car magazine, whatever. Yeah. Um, chicka boom, chicka boom, chicka boom, chicka boom. It's just this over and over and over. Mister is not pleased. Yo, Narancia. Hey, Narancia. Yo. Oh, God. You don't need to do that every time. No, 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 no. Huh? Well, uh, you know. Uh, hey, you brought some drinks with you, yeah? Mind selling me one of them? You say sell, but you never gave me the cash later anyways. Whatever, man. Come on. Give me one. Hurry it up. Whatever. Coke? Sprite? Coke, of course. Here you go. Oh, wait. Scratch that. Oh, I'll have a Sprite instead, because it's clear. You know, gotta watch my figure. <laughs> sprite, then. Here. You mind holding this book for me for a second? Psst. Thanks. No, really. Thanks. <laughs> God, I love this gang of assholes. <laughs> so Mr. Miss... pours the sprite on Naranch's jukebox and shorts it out so he can't listen to music anymore. <laughs> hey, that's weird. It stopped. Why'd it stop? I just bought this thing and it's not working. God damn it. That electronics guy is going to get it. He sold me a piece of crap. Mr. just like chilling, drinking his sprite, reading his book. Yo, Bucalati, you know mind telling us where this boat's headed already? Mm hmm. All right. We're fairly offshore anyway. Popo committed suicide. Therefore, we're going to go retrieve his hidden treasure. The reason we're on the boat is to go to Capri. What? Popo committed suicide? Hidden treasure? Retrieve? What do you mean? I'm not concerned about why Popo died. 
He was an operative who did things deserving of death. <laughs> Jorna just, mm, yep, yep. Bruno's just that. like staring at him, like <laughs> I know what you did. Yeah, if I lick you, I'll know. I know that you're lying. <laughs> In any case, Popo's death is a lucky opportunity for us. Popo has hidden resources, six hundred million to be exact. Only I know where it's hidden. I was the one who Popo ordered to hide it. The six hundred million belongs to us. With that money, I can get operative status. But if we don't get a hold of that money first, someone else will take it from us. Six hundred million? Where? Yeah, where in Capri did you hide six hundred million, Pukalati? I can't tell you that yet. The organization's gotten wind of the rumors about the hidden treasure. We aren't safe until we have the money safely secured in our hands. Schlorp! <laughs> oh, Bukalati! Uh, Narancia goes uh, below decks. Hey, something's wrong. What happened, Narancia? Oh, the, oh he's gone. He slorped <laughs> into the boat. Only you know issue what? remains. Rest in peace. Yo, what happened, Narancia? What happened? Huh? Narancia? He was just impossible. And uh, we'll cut it there. Yeah, that's a that's a good cliffhanger to end on. As, the yeah, as of... we find out the mystery behind the soft boy. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit! He is the soft boy. <laughs> we next week we will return with the mystery behind the soft machine, part one, and maybe actually start this Rohan one shot. One shot. Who knows? We'll try. We'll see how addicted we get to doing. Part five, because it started to get really addicting, and I kind of yeah. don't want to stop. I kind of want to just turn this into a six-hour podcast. Oh man, <laughs> how long? How long can I keep up a shitty Joey Wheeler impression? I don't know. No, how many hours? It's Joey from Brooklyn. I'm hey. Joey from Brooklyn. Yo, Spider-Man, right? <laughs> love that Yo, guy. Yo, Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, I love New York. Spider-Man loved New York too. god i it's it's getting good like the the intro to part five is great i'd say it's like one of the better ones but like once you get into the meat of it and stuff starts like popping off you're good yeah it's unlike pretty much unlike any other jojo part in the way the way what happens in the characters and it's something really special man it really is i can't wait to do some more of this Oh, we're we're in it to win it. Uh, like I said, next week more part five. Rohan question mark, um, and that that's basically our plan from now on. <laughs> yeah, five. that's pretty much pretty much it. Part five, Rohan, all the boys, all the boys back in town. Let's do it. Oh boy, uh, and as always, you can find us, the real, the two boys, the best boys, on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Uh, that the fourth one, which is r slash Stardust Crusaders, every Wednesday post a new episode there. Follow us on Twitter at JoJo underscore Cast. Post the episodes there as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you next week. Later, friends.